It's time to uh, have our monthly health spot now. This is uh, presented, of course, with uh, the help of the Cumtaf Morgano Local Health Board. And uh, today we're talking about RCT people first. And uh, I've got some guests in the studio here. And in fact, uh, I'll introduce you to a lady called Emma first. Tell me about RCT people first. Hi, everyone. Um, Yeah, RCT People First is a self-advocacy organisation that is set up for and run by adults with a learning disability. So we aim to make sure that people are having voice, choice and control over their lives and know about their rights when they know that. Then we make sure that people have a voice in the planning, development and monitoring of health and social care services. It's, it's to help people in the community uh, who have learning disabilities, but to integrate into community life. That's what it's about, really, isn't it? Yeah, and to make sure that they're having a say over the things that matter to them. So any an actual direct involvement? Yes, yeah, so we, we support people to take part in meetings, um, at, to organise events, conferences, anything really. Our, our workload is set very much by our members. We, we are led by them. Okay. Now, Chloe is a, a member of, of, this, of this group. Tell me what your involvement is. So, I first started in People First back in November of 2021. Um, I just recently moved out and I was looking for uh, volunteering. And I came across Emma, um, who was coming to the um, complex where I live. And she asked me to help with admin work throughout and ever since then i've been volunteering for them whenever i can marvelous okay why do you think it's important that someone with a learning disability volunteers for me i think for people with a learning disability i need them for to have their experience i want them to have that choice um i think it's important that they have that chance to be able to show other people out there what they can do and what they're capable of because it's not just a label they can do something yes you can actually have an input you can help yeah definitely i see what sort of um problems do people face emma and some of the barriers are access uh that's access to physical buildings it can be accessible information and people don't always understand communication is a huge barrier transport there's lots of issues around transport for people who get in places not everybody can travel independently very few of our members actually drive um, I was going to say lack of opportunities. Yeah, transport. Transport is information. Yeah. Um, people don't know where to go for information sometimes. And, and like I said, when the information is there, it isn't always in an accessible format. So that there are lots of barriers at the moment. So I suppose it's about thinking through the process, isn't it? Because the, the, yeah. the, the sort of barriers you talk about aren't necessarily obvious no. for someone who isn't facing these issues. No, because they think it's going to be harder than it is when actually that person faces a lot of barriers on the day-to-day life without them even knowing. Just getting there sort of yeah. thing, really. Yeah, and just getting up out of bed sometimes. Yes, I suppose so. And, and I guess it's different for every individual, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Which is another thing. So, so the people, you know, people working in this field have to have a very broad range of skills, I would think, to s- steer people like Chloe in the right direction. So you can and you're having a, you know, a huge input. I can see that uh, you are actually chair of the regional learning disabilities group. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, you know, are you proud of that? Very. Um, I got offered back last February for the uh, input of the job. Um, and it was actually my first time um, being paid as uh, a staff member. 
then I was able to then put the input of my lived experiences and other people's into these meetings of saying, like, right, this is what we encounter and how can you help us and how can we input that to make a change? So that's kind of what my job is. How has doing that job benefited you? Massively. Um, I've been able to gain my confidence um, in public speaking. I've been able to gain my independence in travel training. Um, I've also been able to be more confident in myself and also the fact that I'm in love with the job. I absolutely love my job. Um, and I, I've heard this from day one since volunteering. I've always loved a job, but since this, I've realised this is something that I think not just me, but a lot of people with disabilities should have that opportunity to have because we can put a massive impact on it. So you've come from a position where you might have found it hard to get to somewhere where you can volunteer and then yeah. you, you've worked out how to do that with yeah. with the help of everybody. And when you've got there, now you're performing a real role that's making you proud of it and, and is every bit as good as anyone yeah, else could do. it's incredible. And the people I work with are just as good because they're there to support you in that role um, and they're able to say, right, if you need help in anything, we're there for you. But it, you are able to lead it in a way. Marvellous. Rian, tell me what sort of opportunities people with learning disabilities have in the world of health. Okay, so um, I am Rian and I'm the Learning and Development Business Partner in Cumtaf Maganog. Um, and as part of my remit, I look after, um, oversee a programme called Project Search. So Project Search has been running in the Health Board for about three years. It started in the Princess of Wales Hospital and we work in conjunction with Elite Supported Employment and the local college. So they offer us a jobs coach and a tutor and we take on interns with a learning disability and or autism and they come to us on three three-month rotations starting in the September through to the June and they rotate into different departments um, of their choice. We usually find that they want to taste portraying, catering, admin clerical type work. Um, A lot of them have gone into radiology. We've got fantastic support from pharmacy Um, and they taste jobs and they go back to the classroom at the end of the day. They reflect on that. They do all they call learning, which is a requirement of Welsh Government for all um, CTM staff. They have additional training through the college, um, literacy, numeracy, etc. Um, with the view that potentially there could be a job or we're getting them job ready um, or go into the world of volunteering. And we start, we launched Project Search in Prince Charles Hospital in September. So they just come into the end of their rotations now. We have a fantastic graduation ceremony for them. And we're looking to launch Project Search in our RGH Royal Morgan site uh, from September this year as well. Um, we've employed, um, off the top of my head, uh, I think it's 12 young people we've employed across the health board, 16 in total. Um, those have gone into external jobs, one being the co-op, um, 
oh, I can't remember the other ones, but they've gone into volunteering as well. Um, so it's making a real difference and an impact to their lives. And um, they're just wonderful young people that want that opportunity. And why not? They learn the job um, through the jobs coach. Um, once the job coach and the and the learner is happy um, that they can do the job on their own, they're then guided by a mentor from CTM. And they just work like you, me, Chloe. Like I say, you've got to give a person the opportunity the to do it. Mm. Because otherwise you're not going to have that experience yourself from no. learning from that person. Exactly. So somebody um, who's got a learning disability listening to this now mm. in a similar position to where Chloe was, you know, someone who wants to come out and contribute to mm-hmm. society and particularly, in, you know, in your case, mm. uh, is interested in working with the health board or in health care mm. in some way or another. How should they initially contact you? What is your method of, you know, getting hold of you to start with? Um, well, the main method is through um, their local college. So if they're under the age of 24, they can go through to their local college to um, go on to the supported uh, employment project search through them. They can reach out to elite supported employment as well because they offer wider opportunities for older people. There is a project search running for 24 plus. Um, it's um, being launched and trialled, but that's something I think we would like to embrace as well because why should there be an age limit? Um, you know, what is an age? It's nothing. It's just that chance for somebody to, you know, smash that job. What we found with some of our interns, um, one young person in particular, uh, he secured a job in radiology and he uh, meets and greets our patients down in the Princess of Wales Hospital. And he's just got an absolutely wonderful mannerism of putting people at ease that have got, you know, worries, real health worries. And he's just just a, a lovely young man and lots of the, the patients were going to the, the manager saying he's amazing I feel so at ease and they re- recognise that that's something that they needed in the hospital so we're finding people are creating opportunities yeah, for them you know that other person then does coming in to noticing that person yeah. giving that them chance to say like oh this is actually making my day making and this is actually giving me yeah. something to look at yeah so, yes, absolutely. And, and the, the key to this is getting that first step yeah. done, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. So you, you come into a caring environment where people get that you have issues, yeah. work out what they are, find yeah. a way around them all yeah. and help you move on. Because the first yeah. step is always important. That's the biggest thing. And then the little steps afterwards are always easier. And yeah. that's not without its challenges. We've um, the last year significantly. We've we've looked at you know what we've been doing with project search. Um, I work with a lady called Helen Lloyd who coordinates it on a day to day basis. So we've put in place a manager's toolkit so that they can um, you know get training. Elite come in and do disability training with the staff as well, which is a re- you know, there's a massive uptake on that. We've got our um, mandatory training that we have to achieve as well through the Paul Ridd Foundation. Um, and, you know, any support that we can give them on a day-to-day basis. But usually we find this a fear factor. People, are they, they don't know what to say. They don't know how to act. And 
when you just get involved with that person, it's just naturally just can't, you know, they just want to work. Um, and those barriers tend to be smashed, you know, through that ability of working. And they tend to come to work for a completely different reason to me or you. It's because they want that engagement with people as well, um, which is fantastic. She's, Chloe's laughing. She's nodding. Um, but, you know, they want to engage. She's getting them out of the house and he's giving them a purpose, a different drive. And to see some of the interns so happy. Um, I was with the interns a couple of days ago with Elliot and he was just hap, hap, happy. He just kept telling me he was hap, hap, happy yeah, to be in work. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> brilliant. Anyway, as long as you give them the chance, they, they will do anything for you. Aww. That's the type of people we are. And it's catching too, isn't it? Yes, yeah, it's Once infectious. you've got a few happy people about. Yeah. It, it changes and, and the whole thing. We, yeah. That's what I've noticed. It's the people I work with who haven't got a disability. They're like... They're not happy, are they? No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> um, they they realise, oh my God, they actually make you feel better. Oh, yeah. Than yeah. they already felt before. Yeah. So... Well, feeling useful is a, is yeah. a, a yeah, d- definitely. human trait, isn't it? You, yeah. Everyone likes to feel useful and appreciated. Yeah. Really. Yeah. Yeah, value definitely. We've got a young intern up in pharmacy in um, in Merthyr. His name's Evan. I hope his parents are listening. Hi, Evan. Hi, Evan. <laughs> <laughs> and um, Evan uh, was so engrossed in his work in pharmacy um, and doing the jobs that other people didn't want to do. So, for example, the fire checks, which are really important in pharmacy, that even when he was on his um, holidays, he was phoning in every day to make sure that the, the fire checks had been done. So, um, you know, he took it a real step, for, you know, further and uh, he's smashing the roll up there and fingers crossed you know he'll, he'll, he'll get something more out of it which is which is brilliant and that's all you can ask for yes and and before these initiatives were thought of then these people would often be sitting at home twiddling their thumbs yep. wondering what to do we, yeah we wouldn't do anything we literally would be sitting there like doing nothing and being like what are we supposed to do what's our youth in life this so, gives them purpose yeah definitely so, Rian, when I asked you how do people get in, you, mm. you said, well, through colleges and referral, really, mm-hmm. wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. But, all but all can people can come to me. you directly? Absolutely. I'm rian.lewis13 at wales.nhs.uk. Um, if you phone the hospital, ask for Rian Lewis in Learning and Development on 01443 443443. Get a load of me remembering that. <laughs> um, and I'll <laughs> happily talk and signpost them. No problem at all. And there, no are another, there are another 12 of you, are there? Well, no, there's me looking after f- however many staff, no, 13 and a half thousand staff. I meant staff. 13. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, unlucky for some. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Well, thank you so much, all thank three you. of you, for coming in today. Um, I, it's been illuminating, actually, talking to you. I mean, Chloe's bouncing, you know, with, uh, with, <laughs> with, with great joy at, at doing the, the role she does, clearly, yeah. and very yes, well, too. It's something that I want to continue when I hope you know, I inspire people, and that's all you can hope for. Oh, I think so you do that. <laughs> Absolutely do that. Thank you, Anne. And, and thank you to, to Rian. Thank you. And thank you to Emma, who spoke first.